The Church of Colossae had a problem. They had turned away from the gospel that they had heard and believed. When someone comes talking with authority, it's easy to believe what they are saying, even if what they're saying is false. That's why it is so important to study and know for ourselves the true gospel. Welcome to the FBC Roundtable discussion for this evening. If you have your Bible, you can join us in Galatians chapter 1 as we begin this discussion. Welcome to another Fellowship Baptist Roundtable. Uh, today we have uh, Donnie, Pastor Rob, and myself, James, uh, and we're going to be looking into Galatians 1. I'm going to ask Pastor Rob to pray for us because we definitely need it. <laughs> it's only taken us three times to get started tonight. It's taken you three times to get started. We've been started for a while. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Father, Lord, we are so thankful for all that you've done for us. We're thankful for the, the word that you've given to us that we can study. Lord, for the spirit which uh, works in us, Lord, to teach us and help us to understand uh, the truth of the gospel. Lord, I am so thankful. Uh, for for your word and for what it means to us. I pray that you bless this time as we uh, discuss your word. I pray that you would um, give us understanding, give us clarity of thought and and the ability to uh, communicate well those thoughts. I pray that, that these things might be a blessing to others, Father, and uh, maybe a blessing uh, just the fact that uh, even in discussing the gospel, we get to share the gospel. Lord, I thank you for that. And I pray that you would bless it and use it for the furtherance of your kingdom. Lord, to strengthen our faith, and uh, Lord, I, we just pray that you're glorified in all of it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're starting off in, in this study in Galatians chapter 1, um, and uh, uh, none of, we haven't really discussed exactly, uh, other than a few thoughts, um, where to start with. Uh, but I think it's, it's good to start towards the beginning. Paul's dealing with the church of Galatia that he started. Um, he'd gone and he preached the gospel. People had gotten saved, and, and they, they stood firm in the gospel. Um, but uh, something had happened. Um, uh, there, was, uh, there were those that were coming in and trying to add the law of, of God uh, to, or works to uh, the gospel of Christ. Um, and uh, and I, I love how Paul puts it here in verse 6. He said, I marvel that you're so soon removed from him that was called unto you in the, into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. I love I, I, that, that phrase that it says it's, it's not another gospel. Uh, because we talk about these people that preach this gospel, uh, there's uh, the, the, the prosperity gospel. There's, you know, and we, we can say all different kinds of different phrases and throw the, the word gospel in there with them, but they're not the gospel. There is only one gospel. And he goes on to say that, um, that there is another gospel, but it's there are perversions to the gospel. Anytime you pervert it, you you know, you've you've ruined it. It's not it's no longer powerful. Uh, that, uh, that it doesn't have the power that it once had. Like a little leaven, leaven that doesn't Absolutely, absolutely. But that was the, that was the big thing. The Judaizers had come in, and they were trying to say, well, you need to be circumcised. Right. You need to you need to follow all the laws. And my goodness. Also, didn't didn't they kind of put like the question Paul's authority? Yeah, yeah. 
and, and it, well, in, attack, in attacking the gospel, they, they, they did attack Paul's authority because they undermined everything that he had taught. And, uh, and so it was, it, was, it was really just putting a lot of pressure upon the church. But the church, for some reason, um, allowed it to happen. And it says that you, he goes, I marvel, I'm so surprised that, you're so, that you've been removed uh, so quickly from that, from that same grace, from, that, from the gospel. Are you surprised? Well, Sorry, James. No, 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 go ahead. I was only going to say that I think one, two things popped in my head is one, there's always a little truth in a, in, in a, in a lie, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, or, or, or a doctrine like this sure. to make it believable or acceptable on the surface. And like you say, a little leaven. Well, that's all it is. It's sneaky that way. See, it's not going to be obvious with anything. So if there's just a little bit of mistruth, misguidance in the way a, 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 something's written, it takes you down a different road altogether. Yeah. Well, just in that statement alone, I mean, look at how um, in the Garden of Eden, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so it, it, it was, it, he, used, he used scripture, yeah. you know, what did God tell And he let, he let um, Eve yeah. more or less deceive herself. Right. Right. You know, surely you will not die. Right, but can I, because I don't want to forget it, boldness. Like, you just remind me there, too, because I'm thinking, here's the, we don't know, because we didn't hear what they said, but but the, the boldness and assurity that the Jews came to these people with sure. is convincing. Yep. And in the same sense, when Satan used it in the garden, he wasn't meek about his way of presenting nope. that. It nope. was with authority, with sure. knowledge. I know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, and when you present that, a lot of times people just succumb to it, thinking that's, you're so, the confidence is believable. Right. Well, and then the, question it. I mean, Paul addresses it in the, the next two verses, and it's so important he repeats himself twice. Right. The right. person who is perverting the gospel is accursed. Right. And then he yeah. says, um, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. I mean, he... He couldn't make it any clearer that this is the gospel that you're supposed to preach and anything else and you're cur you're, you're cursed. <laughs> it, 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 what a warning though when you stop and think about it because just like you said it's it's easy to let something else come in and and we even do it sometimes in adding adding to the gospel. If, uh, how important is it that, that our foundation is uh, the, the, in the gospel, that we, that we don't get moved away from it, that we don't, um, that we don't allow our minds to be uh, tainted by, by our own thoughts or opinions uh, or, or convictions or feelings. We do it all the time. That's well, not well, you say that because so, of my class. Sorry again, James. No, 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 go. It just pops into my head. Well, we're doing, you know, we're doing a little bit on witnessing, kind of not directly, but indirectly. And uh, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, what did you just talk about? Just uh, how, how important it is that we have a, a sure, a sure oh, foundation. Oh, not to use, like a lot of times we think we can, I don't know, use a better way to explain something. Or we can use our own uh, abilities to present the gospel, which I'm not, I try to tell my kids that that's fine, but use the scriptures to present your witness. Don't use yours, you know. A lot of times, for a number of reasons, and the one I usually use a lot is, is to take the heat off of you. It's not what James says, it's what God says. Right. James's so version of the gospel. <laughs> well, if you say it and you read it, and you use the scriptures James themselves because they have the power. We, we think we can make that better. Right. I think I can, I, I can, 
articulate the words better for them so that they'll really get what I'm trying to say or what God's trying to say instead of just using what the scripture says by itself without anything added to it. Well, well it, and this is, I kind of read this another way as well, is this is a warning to all of those who wouldn't stay in their Bible and study their Bible because this is a warning that says you need to know what the word of God says. says yeah. What does it say? And then when somebody is perverting the gospel, you know, it. You know that it's happening and you can say, no, uh-uh, mm -hmm. not here, yep. not today, yeah. and, and catch that. And then on the other hand, like what you're saying, when you're witnessing, you don't want there to be any confusion. This is what it says right here. I can show you right here. This is what it says. Right. It's not the gospel according to Donnie. It's not the gospel according to James. And that's why it's so important to always be able to point back and reference back and be able to read it for yourself. Because if you're not, mm -hmm. it is so much easier to let somebody pervert it. Which is part of the reason why, again, I tell my children, we kind of forget and assume you know, why we bring our Bibles, why we look things up, why we look at the scripture, the whole purpose of that. You know, and, and I kind of joke and I say, well, you can't trust anything that comes out of the pastor's mouth. You really watch that guy. <laughs> that's in, true. In a sense, that's hey, true. Hey, those mean, stars aren't in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> They're mine. <laughs> but it's the same thing you're saying. It's, just, it's for the same purpose. And uh, so we can see it for ourselves because... You're just a guy, and we're told to. So, some of that, some of us get lazy up in the sound booth and just yeah. fall asleep. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the things that, that is really dangerous, and it's happened uh, to, in today's church, is the watering down of the gospel. Amen. And when I, what I mean by that isn't it, you know, it, it's the the the, the gospel presentation. Version. Yeah, we it, well, there's a soft version. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a one, two, three. You know, follow these steps. You know, Romans Road. Throw mm -hmm. that out there, yeah. and you know that's not how Paul preached the gospel. Um, if you go into uh, if, you, if you go to the book at the end of Acts, uh, I know we're in Galatians, but this is how we preached. Uh, he's in Rome, and they, he has all the, the 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 Jewish leaders come, and he spends an entire day laying out um, laying out the gospel in the Old Testament. It, it doesn't tell us exactly what he's doing, but he spent, he spent, it wasn't just he was answering their questions. He was showing them Christ right. in the prophecies of the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53 and Psalm chapter 22 and all of those things. And it said some believed and some didn't, and, and uh, they agreed to come back at a later time. That's kind of how the book of, book of Acts ends. Uh, we, we know he eventually um, dies there in Rome, but, but uh, instead it's become a... Hi, can I present with you, to you? Uh, I'd like to invite you to my church, and and uh, here's a track that says if you do these three things, and if you died today, where would you go? It's it's all about this. You get that that quick decision, and yeah. and and that is there's there's so and many people. Scratch here. Yeah, here <laughs> buy your insurance, your 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 ticket to heaven or your your insurance, um, so that you don't you, know, you don't go to hell, and it's. Uh, well, wouldn't you consider? And, and and I really don't want to say negatively because. I think it depends on the person, but uh, the entertainment side of the church service now is similar. Yeah. Because it's so, it's, you, you find people that don't come to serve, they come to be entertained. entertained. And they don't yeah. even, they're not even coming to be fed. They might call it that, but, and it, maybe that's a, a feeding in a way. And again, I'm not putting it down. I think it's awesome, but it can't be all it is. 
No. And I can't believe, I think it's often perverted or distorted in ways that it becomes the key. And it not, it's not. There's no power in the music. It's not it. I mean, there is. That don't, again, I don't want to be misunderstood. When we have the revivals and we have the, this power in the music, I don't care what anybody says. Sure. But, the, but the power in the music isn't the music. It's the, in the worship of God. Yeah. Right. And there's a difference. I was trying to put it that way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, and, but that's, that's the whole purpose of the music. Uh, at least that's what, what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, a lot of times it just, it's just become tradition. Well, when uh, it's really, really good. You know, like it has to be really, really good. Like you've got a flick band with the, with the electric guitar, the <laughs> and a really good singer, and they're just a little off-key. Well, that stings. You know, it's, that's not the point, you know. I mean, that's, and that's loud and awesome, ukulele. and it is great. That's great, but it, that's see, what if you come put from. A, if you put a really good saxophone player in there. You'd be all set. Yeah. All set. Yeah. That would bring it together. Right. Yeah. Except for our saxophone hasn't played in a long time. I know. So now you come and you get a ukulele player with the, <laughs> who sings a little off-key. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it goes back to you know, the, the worship, and it's, it's all about the worship. And, but everything we've done, we do the same you know, three songs, and then you, know, you got the announcement. Everything's just, it's just instead of you know, real worship, real prayer. It's and some people come, and you can be fed. And, and I'm not saying that those things God doesn't bless those, the, the service, uh, but but if you come with the attitude of okay, I'm not here to serve, I'm just here to I'm here because it's Sunday, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. I'm here because you know, I'm here, but like you well, said, the message. I mean, people, you know, the, the Easter's and or the priesters, if you would, those that, I mean, that's why I, I often find me, I'm not sleeping, I'm praying, because you'll hit a nerve, and I'll be like, okay, I want the people in this congregation to hear what he just said, and stop putting their pride in the, the, in the way, because I believe that's a lot of it, I think there's some things that happen, and people hear it and go, yeah, that's me, I'm not going to raise my hand, I'm not going to give in, and it's like, oh, please, let God, give them that extra oomph, the little kick, to, yeah. to them to see that, and to yeah. put, take that ball down. I mean, Today, it, because you know that's the thing. Next week is might the, be too late. I don't, or the hard, hard, hard that yeah. much more. Or, or times where you know you talk to like I, uh, I bring one of the kids to class every every day, every Friday in a home. We talk a lot, and I often will on the way home will say, you know, if you need a ride Sunday, I'll get you there. I'm going to want you to come, you know. And it's uh, it, it's again I've lost my train of thought again, but uh, to try to get them to feel um, part of everything. Um, and to, um, I forgot what I was talking about, what resides it basically, but yeah. um, coming for the right, for the right reasons, reasons yeah. like coming not because it's Easter or whatever it was, I didn't even think about the fact it was Easter the next week, it was more based on um, coming for the right reasons, yeah. coming because you miss out, that's what it was. There are times, even online is great, and I'm glad people do that. I mean, I, I think I'm getting a little better with that. But just to, to, to have, see the working of God in the house. Right. You, you don't get to see that when you're not here. You, you can, if you can watch it online, sometimes, yeah, I mean, the message can be extremely powerful, and you, that's great. Right. Online can be helpful, but you are not getting the same impact. Exactly what I'm kind of saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and for, you just you don't realize what you can miss. Right. You know, from that, when, when you come and, and it's just, I call it the roof floating off the you, house. You know, it's like you feel like the, the hover, it's hovering above. It's just unbelievably powerful in the air. You can feel the presence. You got yourself completely out of the way. He's blowing through you, like every pore in your body, and it's just outstanding. The, the best example I can give you is I was here every night of the um, Threns revival. Yeah. I was up in the sound booth and not in that tent. 
I enjoyed the services. I enjoyed the preaching. But it wasn't the same. I did not not receive the same blessing as as if I had been out there experiencing it the same. And I don't regret it. No, no, no. I get you completely. I I, I was doing what I needed to do. Right. But it it didn't... I didn't, it, it, right, it's it wasn't the same. It all, being into it all, watching the, the young man that came up to sing, and that, you know, you didn't see that, you heard it. Yep. But it was beautiful to watch it, yep. and then to see other people react to it, and those things, you can't see that, you can't, <clears throat> and then let's say that feeling, you know, there's a vibe in the, in the tent that's going on, you know, yep. but you can't put a sticker on and oh, yeah. label to oh, it, yeah. it's yeah. just, there's something there, that's the presence to me, the Holy Spirit's I mean, presence roaming around. It, he says it right in the verse 10. For do I now persuade men or God? Do I seek to please men? Yeah. For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Right. I mean, are we serving men or are right. we serving God? Are we, right. are, we entertaining, are we entertaining or are we presenting the gospel or are we presenting yeah. the word? Yeah. Right, exactly. And like I said, it's, it, I, the, the problem has become that for many people, and... Preachers, preachers, right along with it is, is it becomes a presentation of, or a sales pitch of, instead of a planting of a seed, or a, or a or convincing of the heart. And it's not that we convince them, but we're asking them to believe in something. Um, you know, believe in believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in what? You know, you got to show them what. To, you know, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says he fulfilled that here. You know, it, believe that, not not just well, he died for you. Okay. Well, that one of the big things I teach in my kids is we. I, I bring it up a lot because it's, I think it's easily skipped over. Is do they, what are they being saved from? Mm. So people don't know. You know, yeah. I talk about the frog in the boiling water thing. You know, they don't even know what's going on. So when you say right. you know you need salvation, you need Jesus. Why? Comes so to mind. You know, they don't really. Let me interrupt just for a minute because nobody can see us and we're all talking with our hands, but. Um, we didn't really truly introduce ourselves. Oh, okay. So for those that don't know who we are, Donnie, why don't you start with you and just explain what your position is. You keep talking about your kids and stuff like that, oh, and sorry. somebody who doesn't know who you are might... I don't might know if I have a real title or anything, but I, I teach the teens in an extreme teen Bible scene. It's a class we do. We, we are open to all kinds of different directions in theory um, that the kids bring up and what's going on in their lives. Um, my name is Don. I have... Uh, Seven children uh, live in town and been a member of the church for 24 years. A lot of years. Long time. <laughs> Extreme Don. Extreme Don, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Rob Richards. I'm the pastor of the, of the church here at Fellowship. We've been here as the, as the pastor for the last five years, just a little bit more than that. I was here with Pastor Williams as his assistant for four years before that, and members for a couple years before that. And I was just, God's blessed, and uh, I've got wife and four kids and and uh, god just blessed us in ways i couldn't even describe and my name is james damon i am um the sound booth guy here um deacon james yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm also recently recently voted in as a deacon and if for those of you who may have caught it earlier i i occasionally play the tenor sax um, when the mood hits me, <laughs> he plays at ten or twelve miles away. Yeah, <laughs> <You're great. laughs> uh, 
I just I wanted to make sure that just because you keep, you kept referencing it, and if somebody doesn't happen to know who you are, I wanted them to understand why you kept re- students in the class. Yeah, <laughs> what, what class? What's he talking about? Um, but yeah, so so again, back to the, what we were talking about. It just how important <coughs> is it for us to have a solid foundation of the gospel? The, the statistics show it, not just in our, not just our church, but across the country, churches across the country, uh, that the vast majority of people have never shared the gospel. Um, uh, it's only I think like ten percent have have led somebody uh, in faith to Christ uh, through you know through through witnessing to them, um, and I think it's like. Uh, Less or sorry, uh, it's like twenty percent, maybe, uh, maybe that have actually witnessed, took somebody through the gospel, um, and I, I don't know why that is, other than I think many times it's watered down, um, and sometimes in the watering down of scripture, you have you have a few things that happen. Uh, in the watering down of the gospel, you have people that um, make false professions or false false decisions. And they, 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 there's never any growth. They'll come to church, uh, but they'll, they'll never, they, they, they've got nothing to, sh- to, sh- to share. Um, uh, uh, then on top of that, there's also a lack of boldness and fear because people don't have an understanding you know, that maybe they got saved. They did get saved, but they didn't really grow. They've never, they've never really studied. Um, they've never been discipled. And we'll talk about here about, about uh, Paul in, in a minute or in, at some point in, in, this, in, this, in this chapter of Galatians 1. He spent three years studying the Word of God. And uh, it was opened to, to him in that. And you know, it's uh, we we need a foundation of the word before we can we can share the gospel. And, and in doing that, it, it makes a, a huge impact on 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 our ability to to to, to preach the gospel or to witness. It's sad that we also think that people it's a lack of confidence in your in what you do know. So to go out and to witness to someone, you're not confident in what you know to do so. You're afraid you're going to be caught in something you don't know how to answer or whatever yeah. when in all reality a child can, can can actually do this i mean you can witness on any level and i like again bringing up my students again is to be able to do that and that when you get asked questions you don't know the answer to you don't fake it you don't go there and you know to go back to it and study it out and find out the answer right. but again i think what inhibits people from witnessing a lot of times is a lack of confidence in the word, which comes down to your time and study. But at the same time, I think we're selfish. I think we look at keeping it all to myself, and I'm 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 not good enough still. Or we, what's well, the word I've been using? Justification is a big one again that I try to get. We we automatically justify things. Mm-hmm. We we give an excuse for why we don't do something that sounds real real good. One one of we the just don't change. We never stop. We never witness ever. You just keep going by, and you just don't do it. Mm. One of the biggest things that I appreciate about Paul is he is constantly sharing his story of before he knew God and what he was doing wrong and after he knew God. And he's constantly bringing that up and he's constantly sharing and showing this is what I was. And I was top of the, you know, cream of the crop. I I was, I was top Pharisee and... It wasn't worth anything, and um, you know, I was persecuting those who I am now trying to turn. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying. I'm trying to. Um, Which you think would be twice as convincing? Right. Well, but that's what that's what I'm saying is is too many times we we look at our 
history and we're ashamed of our history of what what we were what what we were what we did in the past and well I don't really want to share that I don't want to you know I don't want people to know what I was doing um wrong yeah and Paul is very like this is what I was doing wrong right. you know I was killing people and I you know I thought I was doing it in the Lord's I thought I was doing the Lord's work but I 13 and 14 so part of the problem though is it's 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 like a ditch of both sides you have people that that are ashamed of their history, right? They're ashamed of uh, that w- what you know they were a drunk or a drug addict or what, you know whatever they were doing, and they don't want people to know that that's where they came from. And then you have the other side where some kid grew up in church and got saved. He doesn't share his testimony because well, I was just a kid in church. I, I you know uh, he doesn't think it's powerful enough. Right. God didn't save me from any any of these wicked, terrible sins. Yeah. I'm I'm just a, I'm just a kid who you know accepted Christ when I was ten and and you know now. I'm adult you know god didn't save me from anything although the the work of of, of christ is just as powerful in both of their lives oh yeah um, um, the the fear is just as great um, it's uh, so hard to get people to to realize that they can be related to from the mult from multitudes of different people in a variety of different ways just by sharing their story and sharing hey i was a troubled kid and look at me i was you know Right. I mean, others can relate to their story. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and, and and every and God, you know, God saves us all, um, but there's a purpose behind it, and God uses our, our our past to be able to minister to those of sim, of similar issues, and uh, you know we're able to comfort those in the same way that God's comforted us. We're able to witness to those that that are in the position that we were once in. Um, yeah, but we can't do. Uh, we do that, yes. We say, God saved me from all this. But we need the doctrine behind it. James made me think of a third uh, 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 issue or concern I have. Is you, I work with a couple of others that are Christians too. And, um, I'm pretty sure they're saved and solid and all that, but they're so, uh, uh, that's the word I want to say. It appears they come across judgmental of others when they're presenting the word or they're presenting it in such a way that it's, uh, I'm not sure how to say this. It's like, um, again, in the past, my, my little corner of my office area, people come and flock and they talk and they talk about what someone else might have said. Like one of these pers- people had witnessed to someone and they were complaining about it. And I'm listening to them complain about the way they did it. And I, I agreed with them. Like, that was rude. That was not okay to say to you. Um, you know, and they, they meant well, but I think that sometimes they, they don't so much put themselves in their own past when they talk to someone else. They, they've got themselves up here, and they think that's the way they are. And maybe they don't, I, I don't believe it's a, an, an intentional act. That it's obviously, if they're trying to witness to someone, they're caring about them, but maybe in some cases, they're almost trying to throw it in their face. Right. You know what? This is, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, and it's like you can't do that. You know, they need to see that on their own. When right. people come to me, well, I don't want to give up smoking and I don't want to give up drinking. I, whether it's wrong or not, I go, well, they don't. And I'm like, what? I said, well, don't. That won't be. That doesn't matter. I said, that's not not now. I said, but it's a walk. Okay, start down the road and see what happens. Right. Now, are you going to give those things up? Probably. Yeah, if you continue on, you won't want them. You won't care. Right. But right now, who cares about that? 
That's small stuff. Just start reading the Word of God. Start attending the church. Start looking. Start digging a little bit. Go past the surface. Yeah. If you're if you're wrong, because most people, that's what it is. They don't want to get. They don't want to get out of their chair. They don't want to go any further than on the top. They like they'll say that. Oh, I believe in God. Yeah, I probably ought to do that. Come on. Yep. Somebody needs to get you to go, move, let's yep. go. Which is what I was telling Rob this weekend. It was like, that's what's been in my head lately is, you know, look at the way things got going, the world the way it is. And we're all just waiting to tell somebody. We're all just kind of going along, like, you know. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm out there, you know, preaching to the world or witnessing to everybody. I'm just as scared about that and lousy about that as anybody else. So don't misunderstand me. But well, it's certainly on my head. I mean, every day. That's kind of. And I mean, it's not the same as knocking on doors, and but that's kind of how this got started, is, you know, the pandemic hit, and we're like, you know, how how are the how are there different ways that we can reach out to people, and 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 spread the gospel and and spread the word and talk about the Bible. Look at what and what it's doing now, I can't believe it, especially with the walk with Jesus thing. Yeah. yeah. Look at the hits on that. We didn't have that many people come. The, the, I mean, for crying out loud, we didn't touch anywhere near that when we had face-to-face. How many states did we so reach? Six, like, 16. Well, 16 states. hits a day or a high day. You did, know, that's great. Did you see the, uh, the, the young, uh, the family that had... What the, is it, three of them? Three of their kids got saved. No the, way. The, 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 they had taken in a family of five, five kids. It was somewhere in Tennessee. And, from, from the walk with Jesus, and they said that they were able to just walk with Jesus to explain to them what what uh, Easter was about and Good Friday, and that uh, since that they take them in, three of them got saved. Now, whether it was a result of walk with Jesus or right, right, right. a, a really tool matter. that was used, it doesn't matter. Right, right. God used it, and praise the Lord for it. Wow, um, that's just fabulous. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, all this all this kind of came about as uh, okay. How can we minister to others? How can we get the gospel out there? Um, and, and just to be clear, since we're talking about the gospel and we're using the word gospel, First Corinthians 15 says the gospel is this, uh, that Jesus Christ died uh, for our sins and was buried and that he rose again on the third day. And both of those it says according to the scriptures. They're bringing that up specifically because Paul's writing it and he says, it says that, it, that it was revealed to him by Christ. Uh, it wasn't revealed by man. It wasn't revealed by anybody else. It was revealed to him by Christ, according to the scriptures. And here in uh, Galatians chapter one, it says, "But I certify, verse eleven, you brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man, uh, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ." Uh, when he got saved, Christ revealed Himself uh, to to Paul, um, or Saul at the time, but later became Paul. Um, and he, he came to understand in those three years in Arabia, uh, when he's away from the, you know, after he got saved, he, he, he goes off by himself for three years and he studies the word of God and he, he knew the, the Old Testament and he was a Pharisee. Right. They, they had that stuff memorized <laughs> as, as kids. Uh, so he knew it, uh, but God in those three years opened up his eyes and he began to see, uh, that the Passover, the Passover lamb was a picture of Christ. He, he saw Isaiah. Isaiah 53 in a whole new light. They're talking about the the iniquities laid upon our iniquities uh, laid upon him, and, and so it, it, so that that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul's dealing here with the fact that they're trying to add something to our faith in in the work of what Christ did. They're trying to add the law 
of God. And the law is necessary. You don't see that as we go through right. the book of Galatians. The law is our schoolmaster. The law shows us that we that we are that we can never uh, keep up with uh, holiness and, and being perfect. The law shows us the gift of grace. Absolutely. The gift that grace is. The need of grace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if you just look at the Ten Commandments and you go down one by one. And I, just out of those, how many do we fall short of? Okay, I, I've broken this one, and this one, and this one, and this one, and this one. Yep. And, okay, all ten. Well, there was more than ten, law, ten laws back in the Old Testament. There are hundreds of laws. Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, yeah, ridiculous amount. And, and all, all that to, to, to just to show, I can't be perfect. And, and so, but they were trying to say, well, you need to have faith um, in Jesus. Yes, he died for your sins, but you've also got to do this. And and while 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 we while we can change the outside and do all those do those things, um, it's salvation that changes on the inside, and those things don't change us. Uh, it's salvation that changes that uh, us being obedient to the word. And we should we should live right. We should we should uh, we should act right, and dress right, and do all those things. That should be an outflowing of what God's done inside versus, and that's that's a product of salvation, not the cause of salvation. A lot of times people will do that when they're not saved. Yeah. Unfortunately, they clean up on the outside, but they never fix the inside. Right. And, and that's, they made a professional faith. Somebody, somebody sold them a quick one, two, three, here you go. And all right, I now dress, I go to church, I dress in a suit and tie, or I, I dress like everybody else does. I, I, I raise my hands and sing to the songs, and but there's no real change to the yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean, we go further than that. I would think even the saved person can fall away for a long, 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 long. Not, not just a little while, like 12, 20 years, maybe yeah. no more. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, like any of our walks, it, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. There are times when you're not on the high and you go and whine, or I do, and it's like, Lord, why, 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 fall like that, man? And then he goes, you're, what are you, stupid? Are you in the word? No. There's your problem, buddy. You know, it's not like it's complicated. No. Are you reading the Word? Right. That's really it. You're are you studying? Are, are you praying? Attention? Are you yes. having conversations oh, right. with God? Am I yeah. in your world? No. Well, then what do you, what do you mean? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. So, you, I, you know, you put on your big boy bridges and you, 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 you get working. Yeah. And you get back. And you do. And that's the ride. Yeah. And those times hopefully are less and less. And the roller coaster is not as bad. And there are times when it's worse. And yeah. just I tell, again, my students, a lot of times Satan's always going to kick you when you're not looking. And, yeah. you know, he's not, he's not, it's not like it's obvious. It's very sneaky, and it always knows what your weaknesses are. Yep. Routines are a big one for me because when you get into routines and things will work, and I'll be on a, a good, I'll have my prayer time, and I'll have my study time, and as soon as that starts to work pretty good, it'll be like, oh, no, we're going to change that all up. Here's a wrench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the car, and you know, boom. And how you ride that out. And usually, to date, I'll be honest, I have never rode that out well. Every yeah. time I do it, it's something like that. I screw up and get better, but I know the feeling. I wish I, I, I wouldn't do that, but I know the feeling. I have the same problems, <laughs> and everybody does. I, I have the same issues as well. We're, none of us are perfect, and and we all struggle. It's, it's, it's a it's a a growth from yeah. the from the moment we it's, say to the, we die. And I remember when some traumatic things happened in my life, um, where choices had to be made, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a choice. I remember telling somebody else there isn't a choice. One of the things that we don't really talk about with, with anybody, I guess, is when we when they understand the Word of God and they understand who God is and they get saved, you're all done. Because there's no way out now. Mm. You can't take another choice. You can, 
but it, you will suffer. It will, you will always, you don't have a choice. So when you when you failed and you're in your low spot, you, you, you have that choice of saying, I'm just gonna stay here. But really you don't, because you know. Right. Logically, common sense tells you, I know that's right. So whether I, I can't stay here, this is death, I know it, so okay. You know, against your will even. I mean, I've been there where, you know, I gotta give up things and give up things I know I'll lose things for. Friends, family, whatever it might have been. And uh, I don't have a choice. I remember talking to another Christian about this at my office one time and that was the tears are running down my face and I said, I don't have a choice. Mm. For me and my house, we live for the Lord. That's it. Right. There isn't any gray. I can't go a little bit to the left. There's no way around it. This is it. That's that's the second half of this chapter, and Paul goes and talks about his his life and what he used to be and what he was, and he, he's given his testimony. Uh, but at the end, it says, "But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by His grace, to reveal His Son in me, that I might preach Him amongst the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood, and neither went out to Jerusalem to which uh, uh, to them which were the apostles." Um, before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter. Uh, he, you know, he was, I got saved. God chose to reveal His Son in me. That, that work of sanctification—that's what we're talking about. Is that that uh, it, it's? I, I can't. Uh, I can't make that choice to go back. I mean, I could I, logically, there could, but I, I I can't because the the work's already been started. And uh, you know, Paul said, "Philippians, he which began a good work in you, will perform it." And he's he's going to continue to work it. And and it, the whole purpose is is not just um, so that I know Christ; it's that others see Christ in me, and and how that how that reflects in my life and decisions that I make. Um, just like you said, that everything I do is it, it's it's for me and my house. We serve the Lord. Yeah, I'm coming up with this picture in my head that. You know, it's fun to play around in the mud and the muck and the mire for time. Yep. And then all of a sudden you kind of look at yourself or mm. it dries or, you know, gets everywhere that you Did don't want to deal with it. And you just kind of look at yourself and you're like, no, I need to clean up. Yeah. It, it, that's the picture I have in my head is, you know, you're just like, I can't stay like this. But that's exactly what happened to me. Um, I got saved at 15. Um, went to, through Bible college, graduated, and, and I ran from God. And uh, I moved up here, got away from church, away from family. Um, I even visited this church <laughs> and said, I'll never go back to that place ever again. Uh, you know, but uh, and then once I met my wife, um, and uh, she was seeking the Lord at the time, and God had a hold of her heart. She wasn't saved yet, but she was looking. And, uh, and uh, God, just the circumstances God used, just tremendous. Uh, but I started coming back to church. And I was back in church long before my heart was back right with the Lord. Um, and uh, and I can remember that point um, when, when I saw just God got a hold of my heart. And I said, okay, just like you said, yeah, this is, I got to make a choice. Do I want this life that I, I despise everything about it? Or do I want to get back to what God wanted for me in the first place and clean myself up or allow God to clean me up? And and that was the beginning of, of, of me coming back to the Lord. And uh, it just says, I fell down on my face on my carpet in Palermo and said, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. 
I was wrong, forgive me. And, and it, that was the, like, so the beginning of, of him. It was, it was the beginning of the end? No, it was the end of the pause, the beginning of, yes, the new chapter. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, I, I, I had to make a choice that where, you know, and I mean, I've been in that, you know, what, what was it that I really wanted? And I did not want what I had and not, no, I say it, what I had, I, you know, I, I had my, I, I had a, a beautiful wife. Um, I had, you know, I had a good job. I had all of that stuff. That's not what I was talking about. It was really what, how I felt. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, it was how I felt. It was, Internal. Oh, it was yeah. internal. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't going out and drinking anymore. I wasn't going out and doing all those things. Um, but it was, I was never cleansed of it. I just stopped doing it. And uh, that's what it was. That's, I, I mean, I have a similar, you know, return. I, so I was down in South Carolina and I chose to come back up here to work. And, um, you know, even while I was down in South Carolina, I, you know, I was away and not, but I would occasionally pray, you know, I wish I, you know, I could find, um, you know, God find me a wife, God find me a wife. Um, cause I was lonely mm-hmm. and, um, met my wife, met my wife. Um, and, uh, she was coming, she, she came here and, you know, I wasn't going to church or anything, but I was like, yeah, I, I used to go to church. I'll come to church. And there was a point in time when we were dating and she was going to miss church. I'm, I'm like, no, you're not going to miss church. I am not going to be the reason why you miss church, mm. you know. And I ended up coming with her more frequently and more regularly. And, you know, it, it's a, it's, it, there's nothing dramatic about it, but, you know, it was just, you know, Little chip there, little chip there, you know, wash a little spot there, wash a little spot there. Yeah. And slowly I got my life right, you know. That's what things do is everyone's so different. And that's another thing I try to teach the kids when they're witnessing or watching. or mm-hmm. And they watch a lot. They watch a lot of people. And we have to be careful because you can fall, you know, and it hurts them. They might see something you do. And I'm not picking just on YouTube. Oh, I'm just no. saying anybody. You just have to be in my eyesight. So, you know, anything like that. Well, I mean, if you, 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 the first year that I came here, if you had told me that I would have been, I would have been willing to get up in the, in front of the congregation and um, play the saxophone, I would have said, you're crazy. If you would have said that I was willing to get up in front of the congregation and sing, I would have said you were crazy. By the way, you sing nice too. (laughs) If, if you (laughs) had said that I was going to get in front of the congregation and preach any sort of message. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Not a chance. He was so, that last year. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's just little spot there, little spot there. And, you know, um, what is it? There's a, there was a little short that I, um, I saw, and I don't remember, I don't know who made it, I don't remember, but they did the... Um, they had um, two men, and one one pretended was pretending to be God. Had the chisel on oh, the man and would hit it. Guys, yeah. yeah, and they'd hit it, and you, you know, he hits it. Ouch! Yeah, I gotta take get rid of that. But it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. You know, some of, you know, some of this is gonna hurt. Some of, I mean, totally, totally me. Mm-hmm. 
totally all of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> just differently, depending on timing. Yeah. Which is what I mean with the kids. It's like they watch something. Don't judge that. Don't don't put a lot of weight into that. You don't know yeah. because that's the roller coaster. When you're watching someone and you've got them on that pedestal, they're going down and up and down. Whatever it is, you can be like, you know, someone of of importance. I don't name any names, but you know, that fell big. You know, hurt can hurt a lot of people sure. because they had their faith in a man. And what you've got to remember is that's just what it is. Just a man, just a guy. It doesn't change any of what he said. What what he said was right. This is true. And well, and that's what's but, so important. Is and that's the reason why it's so important to state that it's stated in here. This is not of men. Well, Satan uses that as a real good tool too. Yeah. Just like the, the the rich guy or the guy that's got everything. You know, he doesn't have any need for salvation in his mind because Satan has kept his life just great. Yep. Everything's great because I want you right here. You don't realize you're in a cage with the doors wide open. You won't walk out of the cage. You'll stay right in there because it's just great because you're getting everything you think you need. You don't even realize it until you get out of it. And unfortunately, you only get like two days after you got out of going, wow, this is so much better. And then it really goes in the tank. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even though it is better, you got to get out of the muck first. And you're yeah. not going to just get out free. You got to pay. Yeah. Seems the way it goes. Because well, so he'll play with you. Yeah. And say, oh, no, you don't want to do that. Isn't this so much better? What are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I'll give you the big raise and you'll get the great job and, you know, everything's fantastic. You stay right there. <laughs> When they could be an amazing person that would do something. Maybe they, they, they meant to do something huge and they just never knew it. It's almost like we wish you could see the future. We're all Look meant to do something huge, Look though. Uh, that's, that's the thing, is, yeah. is we're all meant to do something huge. You, you can't take a, 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 any single person out of the Bible that you can't find a place in their life when they were in, a, in like the worst part, Elijah, sure. as he's sitting under the tree, Lord, kill me. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, what he just did, no, fire coming down and everything else. Like, wow. Yeah, like, yeah okay. Moses just having <laughs> spent 40 days talking to God, yeah. you know, taking those Ten Commandments written, inscribed by the hand of God and throwing them down in anger. Yeah. You know, or, you know, David and, and yeah. You know, all, all of his issues, and you know, there isn't uh, other than Paul. You, know, you think Paul did, but even Paul wasn't perfect. You know, and he had his issues with John Mark. And so, you know, there isn't anybody that you couldn't take a point in their life and say that picture. Um, that's not them. That's just a, a part of their life. Um, but you have to take a look at what God does in their whole life, and that's what ha that's what happens here at the end of the chapter. It says. Um, afterwards, uh, I came into the region of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past, now preaches the faith which once he destroyed. And they glorified God in me. You know, How much faith in God do you have to have to welcome someone who used to persecute you into your midst and say, Glory to God. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Knowing that, you know, everything in news tells you he's going to kill me. That's what he does. So. Well, well, that's what he did. Remember, it's granted, been three, granted, it's been three faith, years. Right. And, and, to his point, it's the faith they had to just go, okay, God, you say he's not going to do it. All right. Well, you changed him. Well, but that's, that's it. Either God has the power to change somebody, and 
and obviously he does, but but uh, they believe it, and they did, and they glorified God in it. And everybody has a story, you know, and your your story, I've got my story, and, and, and what what changes or what makes it a testimony? This is the question I had. What makes it a testimony uh, versus a story? Because everybody's got a story, whether they, you know, in church or not. Uh, everybody's got a story of back when they came from. Some people, they, you know, my wife, her, you know. Before before I ever met her, she was she uh, was in drugs and cleaned herself up. She's got a story, um, and, but she's also got a testimony, and there's a difference between the two. Um, and I, I think what we I think what we see here, but I, I'm going to pose this as a question to you guys: What do you think makes 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 it a, a testimony versus versus a person's story? You're looking to me first, huh? <laughs> you can, you, you can one. My belief is that he attributes it and gives all the glory to God as That's to exactly helping him out of yeah. his situation versus yes. It, 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 for for me, for me, it's not that he attributes it to God. They did. Yes. They glorified God. Okay. In, in That's me. what we mean. I know what I know, exactly. I know. I know what you're saying. It's, so, it, yeah. it, it may just be a bit of a play on words, but you know, people looked at. At, at who he used to be, yes. he was a guy that was ripping the people out of their homes. Uh, you know, he was a Pharisee. The Pharisees, he uh, he was taken from their homes, arrested, him, had him thrown in prison, stoned, executed, whatever. That was who he was. Well, so complete humility, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Not to quote a phrase, but you know, yeah. all of it. You give him what we kind of talked about earlier. You know, your bad past, the change, and what you saw, and all the whole transition through it. There's your testimony, and and you include your life story to it. Yeah. And, and it edifies God because it shows how He saved you, brought you out of that. And I think this is the, the, the this goes back to one of the reasons why I think people don't they, they don't uh, witness as much about they, they don't share their testimony as much. I think a lot of times it comes back to well, my story isn't as good as somebody else's story. Yeah. Um, but when but when you're talking about the salvation, the work of salvation in your life. It becomes more. It, it becomes a testimony. It's you're attributing it to the change, whatever change took place, whatever salvation took place, uh, however God changed you. Uh, you're attributing it to God, and uh, others see it as a work of God in your life. Versus, and and that you know that's that, that's huge. Um, and uh, not to go on, but just thinking of something else I said to the guys at the office um, was going on about um, you know I guess your personal experiences when we talk about your belief. Now you can believe based on the word of God and your research in God, but let's just put it down to earth. I believe because he's done things for me. I can't deny obvious black and white. You know, people talk about talking to him and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I, there's no gray here. There's no question in my mind that he did things for me. Picked yeah. me up at times when I needed it, and I know it. There's yeah. no doubt. So. If I didn't even have the word, I cannot deny my Lord, because it's real to me. Right. And you know, when I say something to my kids too, again, again, the students is, is how do you explain like love? I love my wife. You know, you can't put a, you can't really break that down. And then same thing sure. with my relationship, because I know him. It's yeah. like I know James and I know Pastor Rob. Well, I know Jesus the same right. way I know you. And that's why. And now, how do I explain that? I don't really know how. Other than my own walk is the explanation from beginning to end. 
not that I got an epiphany from reading the Word of God. That that would be way too small how that all came. It's all of it together. You can't, it's, it's impossible to explain that that relationship in terms of people necessarily understand, right? It, like I said, you can say that you love your wife or you know you know us, um, but nobody else can really grasp yes. that. Um, and, and, and so the only way for them to experience it is, is to, have to their experience own, it. Is to experience to have their own relationship with, really, with God. You can really mess up an atheist with this one. They have a hard time with love. Love is the key to messing up their whole, another way. You remember the whole thing with the, what, Hawkins? When they were having that discussion, he pinned him right down to that, to that question. You know, so do you love your wife? You know, and it, you can't, he can't justifiably answer that. What he answered with was ridiculous, in anybody's opinion in my book. I can't remember exactly how to put it, but it's, it's no, no. Right. Yeah, it's it, a real thing. It is. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add? No, just that, and it's, I guess it ties back into the message yesterday, the gospel is everything, and, and that's why Paul's defending it here. He's trying to nip something in the bud that could have destroyed the church, um, and not just the church, but individuals. You know, if we if we allow ourselves to be drawn away from the gospel, you know, how, how much trouble are we in? Um, we're, we're to add to our faith, not 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 pervert our faith, and uh, and that's and that's what was, was beginning to take place there, and uh, so just just as an encouragement to those that are um, listening, if you if you don't have a strong foundation of what you of your understanding of the gospel, you understand that maybe you can't prove it from the Bible. Get into your Bible and study it out. Um, yes, and that's it's yes, it's there's a relationship that we have with Christ. Um, but in Acts, when when the church started, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. Uh, doctrine is so important, and and it's something that is not. Um, taken as, as seriously as needs to be uh, by many, many Christians, because that that is our that doctrine just stands for truth, and that those are the truths that we that we live by. If we live by the Word of God, so I can't stress enough that if you have questions about what you believe, reach out to your pastor, reach out to, and study the Word, because yeah. that that's how you will get your answers. And verify scripture with scripture, yeah. not some guy's thoughts, a book, or about something. You know, you can generally discover what the scripture is trying to tell you in the Word of God. Yeah, I was, at, uh, I was reading the Journal of George Mueller, and he talks about how when he first got saved, how the first several years he had a hard time understanding the Word. So he, he, for the most part, stopped reading. He'd read a little bit every day, but he spent years studying what other people had to say about the Word of God. Um, finally, uh, after a couple of years, uh, he, he uh, got convicted about that and stopped reading others' books. And he said in the first three months, he learned more about what the Bible had to say than he did in the first three years, because God had to be the one to reveal it to him. And to take off from that, to bring that to Galatians, which I don't know if we talked about too much, was when Paul went away for three years. Yeah. What did he do? Was he with somebody? No. Doesn't say he was with anybody. So how did he learn? What did he? How did he be taught? In the, well, in the word. Yes, but at the same time, he already knew, in my opinion. And I think he he. This is a guy who knows the Old Testament cover to cover, right? Yeah. Well, who's in the Old Testament? Jesus. What does the Old Testament do? It points to Jesus. Every bit of it talks about the New Testament in a way. So yeah. what better way to 
to write the, the books in the New Testament other than study from the Old. Yeah, absolutely. Which is where I believe he got all this depth to him and how to explain Jesus. This is all right there. Absolutely. And that's, he received it of Christ. Everything that he preached to him was, came to him from Christ from those, 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 those three years of, as God revealed himself in, in the Old Testament. Well, it's time for us to finish it up. Um, Donnie, would you close us in prayer? Sure. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blessing of just being part of this, Lord, and mm -hmm. learning from each other, and uh, just to be able the opportunity to send this over the internet, Lord. And, uh, we just ask that uh, anyone that's heard it and listened to it, that they um, they grow from it, Lord, as we all are in a growing stage of our lives, and as we go through and get closer to you. We thank you for everything. We ask for a blessing for our evening. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And with Donnie closing us in prayer, we wrap up this session of A Closer Walk. We hope this has been an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. If you have any questions about what we've discussed this evening, or would like to know more about how to have a closer walk with Christ, we would love to hear from you. You can find us online at fellowshipbaptist-me.org or call us at 207 622 4817.